Welcome to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, your host, Dawn Owen. I'm a wife, a mom, and an entrepreneur, a speaker, a zero BS coach, and a lover of the high vibe life. I help business leaders like you create huge breakthroughs in their life and business so that you can achieve the freedom and impact you want and deserve. In this podcast, you will hear me talk all about mindset, money, and magic. The power trio that I know will get you where you want to go fast. This is the High Vibe Tribe podcast. So hello, 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 hi vibers. How are we all today? How high is your vibe? I'm gonna ask myself that question. How high is my vibe? You know what? I'm recording this on a Saturday afternoon. I know that Wales are winning in the rugby, and obviously I'm a kind of honorary Welsh person when uh, Wales are playing any other team except England. So that's good. And I've had a really busy week, which was fantastic. And I'm having a nice chilled out weekend. So yeah, my vibe is a good solid eight, I would say right now. But I like to check in from time to time and find out, you know, where I'm at. And I think that's a great thing for everyone to do. So yeah, maybe ask yourself, even if it's only once a week on this podcast, how high is your vibe today? So today, I want to share with you my top Six, I think it is, learnings from my recent eight-week buns and guns body shred. I'm telling you, learnings for your business and life can literally come from anywhere. You just have to be open to seeing them, hearing them, letting them smack you in the face with a chair, whichever it might be. So if you haven't seen, been around me on social media, because I have talked about this shred quite a lot, I started this buns and guns shred on the 9th of January. I knew I was going to be doing it. The timing seemed perfect, you know, having finished all the excess of Christmas and the new year. I'd been away, went to Vienna for New Year. And so, you know, we <laughs> we had a lot of excess there. And I was thinking it was a fairly quiet time socially, you know, the beginning of the year. So I thought I'd go for it. I put the research in. I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it wasn't going to be a cakewalk. And with the irony. And I realised as I was going through it, you know, there were things that I was learning about myself, about my life, about my business. And I think that you can always take those learnings and apply them in other areas. Same as you can take success from an area and... So as a coach, I would call it modelling and then model that success into a different area of your life. So I thought I'd share with you the things that I learned along the way. And I think the number one takeaway for me was actually around time. Now, I am a bit of a time miser already, but I had to get even stricter with my time during this period. And here's my big learning. There is always more time. There is more than enough time to do what you want to do. The difference is whether it's actually your priority or not. So let me expand on that. This 
plan, this shred, involved around 45 minutes of weight training each day, in addition to the cardio part. Now, the cardio part was two lots of cardio a day. It didn't have to be like what I would call full-on sweaty cardio. Walking the dog was, uh, was enough to count towards this. But the first week, it was two lots of 30 minutes, and it went up by five minutes each week. So two lots of 30 week one, two lots of 35 week two, and so on and so on. So, for example, by the time I got to week three of the shred, which was also the week that led up to my High Vibe Live event, that was at the end of January in Solihull, I was doing two lots of 40 minutes that week. Now, if you had said to me at the beginning of January, before I started this shred, that in that week leading up to that event, which was a live event in person, I've got 30 ladies coming, lots of things to do, lots of prep. I've got my clients to work with, my marketing, the running the house, you know, and that I was going to have to find over two hours per day to do my workouts. I probably have thought there's absolutely no way. But guess what? This program really mattered to me and therefore it was a priority to me. And so I found the time. And I have to say that most days I did find that time quite easily. So the learning for me from the shred to take forward is this. If there is something that you really want to do, then you will make it a priority and get it done. You know, there's that phrase, isn't there? If you if you want to do it, you know, you'll make it a priority and get it done. And if you don't, then you'll make an excuse. And absolutely, I believe that is true. It is as simple as that. So what is something that you really, really want to get done? Make the commitment to it, lock out the time and get it done. One of the ways I think that you can make that even easier is great planning and preparation, which is my second learning. And I know that a lot of people say, I'm not a planner, I'm not a prepper. But I suppose the question to ask yourself is, how's that working out for you? You know, if I had just left things to chance each day, there's no way that I, I would have fitted in my workouts and the cardios. So what do I do? I looked at the full eight weeks before I even started and I put a note in my diary of what the cardio commitment was for that week. I knew that from week five onwards, I was going to be looking at two lots of 50 and then two lots of 55 and then two lots of 60 minute workouts as well as my weight training. So I needed to be aware of that in my diary. So I knew how much other stuff I could take on during that time. Because I've just said, this was my priority. And so I wanted to make sure I knew ahead of time. So if someone asked me to do something, which was, I don't know, going to be in week six of the shred, I knew what I'd already got commitment to in terms of my health and fitness that week before I even put anything else on. So then each week, I'd look at the week coming up and I'd put the individual sessions into my diary. So mostly the weight sessions would be 6.30am and then one session of cardio at the gym after the weights and then another one at some point in the day, depending on what I had on. But they were in my diary. And this, you know, I'm not telling you this to help you with your health and fitness goals. It, you know, it may well do. But I'm talking about in general in your diary, you know, is everything that you want to do that is a priority to you in your diary? So the other thing that had to be planned and prepped was food. So I developed a master shopping list. 
as we would eat the same thing for a few weeks, which made the meal prep a lot easier. And then we'd shop and cook on the weekend. And then maybe we'd have to top it up once throughout the week or mostly it got done at the weekend. And again, the cooking and the shopping and the prepping time for all of that went in the diary. Now, I'm not the world's greatest cook, as some of you will know. And so most of the cooking was done by Gareth. That's my husband, if you don't know. He was doing the straight with me. So all the cooking and the gymming and everything went in his diary too, in our, in our shared diary. And again, the learning here to take forward is, is everything that you want to do in your diary? Because I'm betting that it isn't. And so it should really be no surprise when the stuff doesn't get done. And this is often a conversation that I'll have with my clients. All those things that you say are important to your business, for example, the income generating conversations, the follow up, the networking, the travel that goes with all of that, marketing, creating, so on and so on. If no space appears in your diary that is dedicated to that stuff, how can you hope to get it done? So my tip for you from this learning is review the weeks that are coming up and get time blocked in your diary for those things that you want to get done so you know that it's in there and you know it's going to get done. And of course, commit and respect to that time that you've put in your diary because things will always happen to challenge you, potentially derail you and all around just get in the way. I like to think of this as the universe testing me. It's the universe saying, are you really all in on this door? Which I suppose is my next learning really. You've got to decide if you're all in and what that means to you. So, does it mean that when there's a bump in the road, you'll take that as an opportunity to get thrown off course and, you know, you'll let yourself be derailed and not carry on? Or will you find a way around it? And I'll give you an example of a literal bump in the road. So just one week into the shred, very early days, you know, habits not really embedded. We'd been out and about for the day running errands and stuff like that. We'd taken all of our food with us so that we weren't tempted to go off plan. And we put the gym in the diary for around 3 p.m. after we got home. Now, as we were on our way home from running all those errands, we were involved in a car accident. Another car came out of a side road into our path as we were travelling on a like a really main road at around 50 miles an hour. Now, thankfully, due to the fact that there was no cars in the oncoming lane and Gareth's amazing driving, we were able to swerve and only the rear passenger side took the main impact of that accident. So anyway, that was a bit of a bump in the road for that day. We were at the accident scene still for around an hour and we were both shook up, but I was particularly shook up because the car had been coming you know, straight towards me and my side. When we got home, we had to sort out the insurance, the car repairs and all of that stuff. And suddenly it was 5 p.m. Now, it would have been easy to let ourselves off the hook. And we could totally rationalise that of like, oh my gosh, we've been in the accident, we feel a bit achy, et cetera, et cetera. But we had planned ahead for times like this. And so we knew that when something was going to take us off track and we were unable to get to the gym, we had agreed that we would do a home-based alternative workout instead. And it felt so good afterwards to actually 
know that we hadn't let ourselves off the hook with the workout for that day. We'd still got it in, even though we could have given ourselves that out. And here's the thing. This is life. Yeah, this is life, right? There are ups and downs. And so we need to plan ahead for those. And this, for me, it's not about being pessimistic and thinking, oh, things are going to go wrong. It's about just planning ahead for potential challenges and having a way around them. And this applies to life, to business, to everything. You know, if you're looking at ways to market your business, why not look at all the ways you could do it before you even start? And then if the first one doesn't work out, you've already got a list of alternatives to try. You don't have to feel derailed or hopeless. You just go back to the list and pick another one. The universe will test us. I guarantee you that, you know, life is 50-50. So you will have these moments, but we can be ready to respond, to show that we are most definitely all in. Now, my next learning, and it's not a new learning for me, but it was new in this particular area of my life, is this. You can do hard things. I'm going to repeat that. You, you listen to this right now, can do hard things I know this about you because I know if you take a minute right now to look back at your life you will have had some hard times you will have had some challenging times sometimes when you thought you just weren't going to get through them for whatever reason but you did because you're here today listening to this podcast so I want you to remind yourself right now that you can do hard things now when I was in the gym and pushing to failure on my final set. I was amazed some days how many reps I could actually push out. And when I made myself pick up a heavier weight, even though as I was picking it up, I didn't think I'd be even able to do one rep with it. I amazed myself that I could go again and again and do more than I thought because I can do hard things. You just have to take tiny baby steps and see that you can do much more than you think you're capable of. And you just need to have have a little try, take a little baby step. And you know what else I love about weight training? I think this is kind of like a little half learning, if you like, a little bonus one. It teaches us in weight training that failure is a great thing. When you achieve failure in weight training, it's something to be celebrated. I'm just actually going to segue here a moment just to explain. If you're not into weight training, like what I am these days, then failure is when you absolutely cannot lift that weight anymore. You cannot lift or push out one more rep. You kind of start it and then, you know, you have to drop your weight. That is training to failure. And it's something that is celebrated in weight training. You know, if you can train to failure on all of your sets, that's a great thing. So how about if we apply that to life and business? If you failed at something, celebrate, because it means that you learn from it and come back stronger next time. And you might be thinking, "Mm, that's a platitude dawn or a great slogan for a T-shirt. But I know if you think about it and you look at your own life and business, when you have had your perceived failures, failures even, they weren't failures at all, because you're still here, aren't you? So go for failure and see where it takes you. One of my mentors says, you haven't failed, you just haven't found the right way to do it yet. And I love that. So where can you apply this to your life and business? 
I know it's made me look at things in a different light, this train to failure and failure being a cause for celebration. So here's my invitation to you. If failure was a cause for celebration, where would you push more? Where would you go that little bit harder? Where would you show up that little bit differently? Think about that and then do it. You know, I'm all about the action piece. Make sure you don't just think about it. Go and do it and celebrate your failures. So my next learning, I think this might be number five now, is listen to your body. Listen to yourself. Take the hint when your body or your gut is trying to tell you something. We know that we get these little signs and whether we choose to listen or ignore them can make a huge difference. You know, for me, in this shred, in this program, I chose to ignore one of the particular signs that I was getting to my detriment. So for a few days in the middle of week five, I had a really niggly pain. So I was saying, well, yes, I've got no secrets from my high vibe tribe. It was in my butt, right, in, in my left butt cheek. And even, you know, I actually even know the exact exercise I was doing when I caused the slight injury. And it would have been fine. But when it came to the next leg day, three days later, on the Saturday, I decided I'd push it again. Not only in the one exercise that had caused the problem in the first place but in a, another one that is that I find quite challenging and I knew the next day on the Sunday that I've gone a bit too far what did I do did I take the day off <laughs> I carried on for two more days and by the Monday morning I was limping around the gym even though it was upper body day so it was fine I was able to work my upper body but I was literally limping to get the next weights and all that kind of thing so I did decide that I wouldn't do my scheduled cardio for that day, mainly because we had a massive, amazing party to go to that night, which was to celebrate the 10th anniversary of some of my clients in business. And so I decided not to do the cardio. I iced it. I rested it. I actually sat on ice while I was having my hair and makeup done. And then I put on my party dress and my six-inch heels and I partied the night away. And... You probably spotting the error there. <laughs> but, you know, I had taken some painkillers. I had a few gins and proseccos. I thought I was invincible. I had a great time at the party, by the way. But I woke up on Tuesday morning and I couldn't put my foot to the floor without being in absolute agony. And the upshot of this is I've been having to see a chiropractor now for the past three and a half weeks. And it meant I couldn't finish the eight-week training plan, which I was absolutely gutted about. Now, after a couple of weeks, I was able to do some of the upper body stuff but I've not been able to train legs until this week. So what's my learning here? Listen to my body and my gut. If I had just taken one or two days out when I first did that minor injury, I would not have been out for the past three and a half weeks. I would have been able to take that couple of days and I would have been able to finish the programme. So it's a really harsh lesson for, for me here. And... I was really down about it for a few days. I have I did share about that on social media at the time. But now it's about looking back and going, okay, so what am I going to take from that into my next program that I'm doing? So 
I've learned how to lean into these feelings and these messages from my body and my gut, if you like, in other areas of my life. But I need to bring that into my training. So what's your gut telling you? What's your body trying to tell you? Is it trying to tell you that maybe you need to slow down and take some time for yourself? Learning how to listen to our inner voice is really, really important. And I'd encourage you to really work on not only recognising that inner voice and taking the time to listen to it, but then again, acting on it as well. So finally, my kind of final learning is if there is something that you really want to achieve or maybe you've tried to achieve it before, before, but you haven't got there, then get a coach or mentor and an accountability partner. So I suppose that's a two-in-one, really, accountability and a coach. I've been wanting to work on my body shape and tone for, well, forever, really, but really seriously for the past kind of 18 months, but I just hadn't been getting anywhere. The difference this time was getting that coach and all the valuable insight and information that they brought to the table. And of course, I've got a built-in accountability partner for anything that I want to do in my husband. And I know that I'm really fortunate in that respect to have a partner who is committed to helping me to achieve the goals that I set for myself. Now, one of the descriptions of a coach that I love is they help you get where you want to be faster than if you try to do it alone. And that was definitely true for me in this shred and in business too. So if there's something that you want to achieve or a new level that you want to get to, then I encourage you to really consider getting a coach. And of course, if you think that I might be the right coach for you, then please do reach out and let's have a chat. So my learnings from the shred. Number one, you've got more time than you ever thought possible. And you've certainly got more than enough time to do everything that you want to do, that you want to make a priority. Number two, planning and breath is absolutely key. Number three, go all in and plan ahead for any bumps in the road. Number four, you can do hard things and failure is a celebration. Number five, learn to tune into what your body and your gut is telling you. And number six, get a coach. So I'd love to know which of these have really landed with you today and what your biggest takeaway is and where you think you can apply some or all of these in your own life and business. So that's it from me today. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, remember to keep those vibes high. Thank you for listening to the High Vibe Tribe podcast with me, Dawn Owen. I'd love to know what your number one takeaway was from this episode. Feel free to screenshot the episode and tag me in on social media. And if you know someone who would enjoy it too, then don't keep it to yourself. Share the vibes. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified as soon as the next episode drops. If you're not already a part of the High Vibe Tribe community over on Facebook, then come and join us there. The link is in the show notes. And I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep those vibes high.